Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode five um, of the Barch Richmond podcast. Uh, today, I'm going to be interviewing a well-known member of Barch, um, Gareth Jones, um, or Gaz Groove, as I'm sure a lot of us know him by, because he is um, one of our, another one of our poster boys um, for Barch on social media and stuff. Just a quick thing, how it kind of came across Ga. Ga is, again, one of those ones where from the original, when Bart was raw, he um, stepped in. Where I kind of, well, you'll you'll know as we go along how I met him before that, but through rugby. But he kind of came on board, and we were quite raw. Um, I never forget the days. It was just me and him in the class. <laughs> no one else booked in, and we used to play seventies music. It was brilliant. Um, but yeah, so Gareth, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Will. I feel honoured to be invited. Thank you. Legend, legend. So. Yeah, so just have a little bit of chat and stuff. I think um, I reckon this one's going to be well received because I said, you know, you are. Well, I think I think you're you're a very good personality um, to have around um, the gym. And funny, I thought oh, I mentioned to uh, Emily earlier that I said Gaz is coming on, and she was like, God, you know what? He he does everything, but I just don't you know don't know what his job is or that. So it'll it'll, it'll be quite a good one. So first, I want to start off off with is just. Your training and just like early life, like have you always trained from a young age, sports and stuff? Yeah, I think, um, you know, at, at school, I played everything, every sport going, you know, so football, you know, rugby, cricket, I was, you know, cross country running, even volleyball. We got like a, a, a PE teacher who loved volleyball and about 10 of us trained every Friday morning, like a half past seven. This was like after I did a paper round. And we were just like, you know, and we became successful because no one else played it really, but just loved it and just loved sports. And, and you know, and um, I played football for like a, like a, a team. I nearly got, nearly got into a district team when I was 11 and it was downhill from there really. But, yeah. um, you know, university, nothing. And then um, after that, it was just like, uh, you you're into work then and I played social football and sort of kept active really. And then the kids came along. The kids, the kids. How many got now? Ten or twelve? There's a different kid every class. <laughs> well, we're trying to keep you, uh, you know, in, in, in food and clothing and stuff like that. But, uh, I think um, um, we have uh, we have four children, but we had four children under five with no twins in there. So it was, um, oh. and we had no sort of no assistance. And, you know, I was working. My wife was um, a full time mum after we had our second child, and it was just. Just full on, you know. I absolutely loved it. You know, they were they were lovely then, the kids. But um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's just so so. You know, whilst I played lots of team sports in my twenties and things like that, and then when you have children, it becomes you know, especially when I had so many so soon. Yeah. Um, it becomes challenging to play team sports and have the commitments, and so you resort then to so grabbing wherever you can, and that's you know probably why I sort of turned to running really because I did like doing cross country at school as I mentioned but running was on the exercise you could sort of try and grab really in between adding a lunch hour at work or you know or to and from work but once I came home you you really you know you're a dad then and you know they, and they so they grow up you know really quickly but it's such, such a demanding um you know time when there's you know so many children when they were so young but you know it was we obviously wanted to have that many. <laughs> I don't regret it. <laughs> but it was, it, was, it was an exercise. It became challenging, and, and um, so yeah. So it, it was. I turned to, to running then. I did a, and I did a couple of marathons with no no, no great shakes. You know, um, you know, I think in my third marathon I beat four hours, which I was quite chuffed with. But I, I knew I, I you know I had potential to do more really. Yeah, and then to, to just touch on that, you obviously 
you know, we covered off the run, working and kids. I think um, a lot of people want to hear about this. The first thing I want to talk about is um, just like, what is your job? Like, I, I remember seeing on social media ages ago. I don't know if, if it was like a bit of a Mickey one. Was it like you were presenting like a Mer- like top model or something? Like, <laughs> is there this like secret job you've done or like what? what? I've, I've, I've got a feeling that you, I, I think you've had some cool gigs in the past, but no one knows. Um, look, I, I work, I've worked in advertising and um, sales really for 25 years. Historically, it's been in selling advertising on TV channels. Yeah. Um, most notably, I pay TV channels like UK Gold, Living, things like that. And then on Living TV, we had shows like Next Top Model, things like that. And then um, uh, we did like a media's Next Top Model for our customers. So I, I presented, they asked me to do it with Lisa Snowden. Um, and so we just sent did like a media next to model event at Kensington Roof Gardens, like 500 people there, big TV production, people talking in my ear. It's just, it's quite a cool thing. I'm, I'm a guy who likes to say yes to a lot of things. So you, you don't know where it ends up. If you say no, you never do anything. Exactly. So, I, so someone asked me to do it and you know, I'm big enough and open enough to give things a go, I suppose. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed, enjoyed it and did a couple of those. But um, I now work, I started, then worked for Channel 5 and then um, I now work for Virgin Media. Um, looking after like an, an advertising and a technology team, but I try not to be sort of defined by my work. My work is just my work. Um, I hope nobody's listening to this from work, but it probably doesn't excite <laughs> me as, as other, <laughs> doesn't excite me as much as other parts of my life. And maybe I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the wrong job, maybe. But there's other aspects of my my life now. The children have got older that I am uh, more enthusiastic about than my work, really. Yeah, and then so, so just like touch on that, like. I do find um, like people listen and I, I come across a lot of people where they're like, oh, I can't fit it. I can't fit training in around work or that. And, you know, I, I find like some people kind of like make excuses and stuff. And then one of the things that you say then, obviously you've got kids, work and stuff. But guy, I, I, I see like you're in a class at 6 a.m. You're, you're then dropping the kids off. You're walking the dog, go to school or whatever. Then you're cycling into work. Then you're coming back. Then you're on to your run with the kids again. Like, you know, what, you know, do you have, do you have any motivation for it? Like, you know, what is kind of your drive for? Like, you know, you are such an active person regarding that. Like, you're really proactive and you you are definitely, like, there's a good quality, you know, get busy living. And, and, and I definitely think, you know, you're one of those people. So, like, have you always been like that in your life? Did you have like a little switch when you were like, right, I need to get stuff going or? Um, I think more so of late. You, uh, I think as the children have got older, you become more more selfish because they they don't need you as much. They definitely don't want to spend any time with you anyway. So um, <laughs> I think so. Um, you know, so you, you just become you have that time. But I think when they were younger, you know, you've you know if you're commuting into town, you can cycle to town and back. And actually, it's actually it's a better way to arrive at work because you've exercised and then you can hit your work you know, um, in a, when you're in a good mood. You know, there's a, um, so and that when you come back, you could have a bad day in the office, you run home or cycle home, you then come back and you're automatically in a better frame of mind then to be a parent. Yeah. And, and so, so and there's always, so, you know, I, I, uh, I Channel 5, it's been London Bridge, so it was an 18 kilometer bike ride. So there and back, 36K a day, that's, that's an hour and a half exercise. I could, I ran it a few times. Um, and if I didn't want to run it all, you could run to Waterloo, then get off a of Putney and run the rest of it home. So there are loads of ways if you're organised and want to combine exercise and feel good about yourself with your normal day-to-day you know, work and family life. It's definitely achievable. You've just got to be a bit, bit more organised. And I suppose 
driven to do it. It's good to have like challenges or, you know, um, things in your mind that you want to achieve from a fitness or running perspective. Um, and you know, I did, did, did the ride London, um, the, the hundred mile bike ride around the Surrey Hills a few times. So they used to training really, um, to and from work to, to do that. So it is, I think there's definitely opportunities for people to do it. You heard on like earlier parts with Sally, you know, her and her husband get, you know, have a rotor and they get up at five o'clock in the morning to go and run. So you know, pe- if people want to do it, you know, they can definitely do it. Yeah. Yeah, I know definitely, you know, especially, um, you know, you see, you know, there's obviously, you know, there's, there's awesome awareness now about, you know, mental health and everything, which I think is really good. It's good to see, you know, blokes talking about it a lot more than usual. And I, and I do find that when I'm talking to my mates and stuff, like um, they say, like, you know, how do you, how do you feel like, you know, why are you so positive stuff all the time? And I, and I honestly think a knock on effect from my from working out and training is just me being happy that like, I definitely think there's a massive correlation between it and as you were saying like I'll finish some classes even coaching and I I'm absolutely buzzing I haven't even done the class but I've got this <laughs> release and you've seen everyone going so yeah it's just like kind of like again I really, I really want this podcast to be like kind of getting a bit of a kick at the bum for some people even if they don't live in Richmond could be anywhere just you know it's you know it's so it's so, so like life transforming and and especially for you like how you've like managed it all into one is wicked. I remember you were you were, you were touching back on um, the marath- marathons and you just say marathons as if oh yeah I've done three or four or whatever which is wicked. How did you how did you get into running and then, you know kind of what 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 made you book onto that first marathon? I think you just. Uh just a, wanted a challenge you know I think I want to have a go at that my brother my brother did it my oldest brother and um he's quite a bit older than me and I just wanted to obviously be his time um but when I was playing football you couldn't you know couldn't really dedicate the time to training I like to but eventually you know did beat my brother's time but you know I still feel there's an unfilled potential in the marathon I was signed up to do the one in April but um obviously that's moved to October and it's probably likely to move again to next April so, um, you know, there's, there's definitely, you know, now got time and probably want to take my training more seriously. And yeah. that was perhaps one of the benefits of, of, um, of Barch. And also, I know, you know, I'm, a, I'm quite involved in London Barch rugby and, and, and so are you. And then the gyms and aside to that. But I have never been to a gym before Barch Richmond. Really? I, never want, I never wanted to go to one. You know, I mean, I might have been to a hotel gym, yeah. like but never, never been a member because it's like, I'm not there just like working out by myself on those machines or with those blokes lifting weights, looking themselves in the mirror. It's just, that wasn't, it just wasn't what I wanted to do. Yeah. And it's like, I, I think, you know, even, you know, I, some, sometimes I think, you know, you know um, a question like when I go into Barch, you know, I, don't, I feel like, oh, am I going to enjoy this? But I, I always, always enjoy it. And then uh, the longer I've been involved with it, just the, the community and the camaraderie there and just the, the, the different people you have there of all ages, both genders, all that sort of thing. It's, yeah. um, it's quite unique because, you know, you mentioned at the beginning of the instruction, like, you know, obviously we had, I think it started back in September, 2018, when you actually had nothing. And it was, it was like having a personal trainer for the first few weeks for me <laughs> with you there. And like, and you were, you know, like yeah. it was, it wasn't 70s, it was 80s music we were listening to. Hey, and it was sorry, like, sorry, but, everyone, sorry. <laughs> I, I do like that music, but it was like, it was, Whitney, it Houston, was from Madonna, Whitney Houston, yeah, Whitney Houston, aha. And, was, yeah. and we did we did yoga one time we did and that, i think you definitely um you know because i was quite nervous about going to the gym because i've never lifted weights because i've just ran or play, you know, when playing football or playing rugby just running yeah. never ever li- lifted weights and because i want to achieve certain fitness goals in my life 
and you read more about this sort of thing as you get older you need to have a, a core fitness and strength and that's so you've read a lot of these like sunday supplements they say all this sort of thing as you get older you need to do more strength-based exercises and this is a perfect opportunity for me to do that when your gym opened and you know and you were so friendly to you know um and positive really um and you know that, that and that just like you know sort of inspired confidence in me and to push myself in in, in that environment and and because you had because it was um you know you, you felt the benefit of it and sometimes you'd, you'd sort of walk out of there feeling like two inches taller do you yeah. know what i mean because because you've exercised and you had that buzz and felt, i feel really strong now and, you know and, and it, you know literally and you know it's never you know i've never never not you know um i've never regretted going to it because it's I've, I've had so much enjoyment out of going to to the gym really yeah and, and, the, and the variety really it's not because you think if you go to you, know, you hear people going to other gyms are so samey every session's different because there's different people in it, different music, yeah. different exercises. And also you've got different instructors now and that's been a benefit. I, I think, you know, I really will say that, um, having different people taking them, it's, it's been a benefit to keep things fresh. Definitely. Yeah. And then, and then something that I, like I've seen as a coach, like it's a very, it's a very family oriented gym that we have. We, I honestly, I, we have so many, um, parents and their kids training together. Um, I can name about 10 or 12 now, but obviously I'll, all, I'll never forget when we did, it was that Friday night. No one would ever come to the half six, but it would always be you, Sarah, and obviously your daughter, and it would be Pat and Gemma. I'll never forget, we did that session, and after <laughs> we were coming out onto the pitch and we had our squashes or whatever, but kind of, you know, how... How has that been just like, you know, kind of working out with um, your daughter and obviously, the, and obviously I have the lads coming in as well, you know, how, how have you found that uh, for them? Look, I think, you know, um, the teenage years are quite challenging as a parent um, and um, you know, Sarah's never been one for like team sports, but she's, she's done like her park runs with us and she has to be sort of really encouraged to do that at first, but you know, but now she'll get up and, and run, you know, at nine o'clock on a Saturday. And that's no easy thing for a 14, 15, 16 year old girl to do. She doesn't, doesn't, you know, not many do that. But, um, but when I said that, how much I enjoyed this and I asked you if it's okay if she came along and you, you said, well, how old she was and she was over 16. So yeah, let, let's go for it. And then she, she's been a member ever since and her, her fitness has improved as she's become sort of more independent, I suppose. She goes on her own to them. She comes up, you know, she's been to Dawn Patrol. You know, she's oh, been... Oh, uh, mate, I tell you, you know, it's... I've, I, I honestly... Well, well, when I was that age, I would never, ever, ever step into somewhere where there's adults. I would be just, like, pooping my pants, thinking, what am I doing here? But again, <laughs> like, you know, I've, I've, I've completely seen it. Like, after, you know, over, over the last year, you know, she's coming in, and it's nice, like mates and stuff from the gym and like you know you know kudos to Sarah and then I and then I just think that's that's such a good such a good cool thing to have and then especially at that age I I, I honestly like hats off to you know I honestly don't know it's, you know it's a great it's a great thing to be do together because you know, you can be you know, have this relationship with your children where you know you're yeah. always on them for, you know you've not tidied your room you've done this you've done that and then it's a really positive hour we have together we you know we've been tonight right the session with emily walk yeah. down to the, to the gym had a session together walk back it's been it's a really positive experience you know with her and and of course she's she's got she's got fitter she could could she work out harder in the gym yes she could but she, she enjoys it and then also you know it's um she meets different people in the gym and you know they're not on their phones for that hour <laughs> it's just a, a, a miracle no phones in the gym but it's like it's it's 
she gets a lot out of it and I get a lot of enjoyment seeing her doing that. Yeah. And no, 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 that's awesome. And um, no, it's good. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's also the kind of family vibe that we got down there and people have got mates out. And it's, I, I tell you what's quite cool is when, when I remember Sally said in the previous episode, we can, you walk out into Richmond now and you, you know, bam, you, you're bound to see someone from the gym. So you have a little chat and stuff, which, which is, uh, which is a really good feeling. That's kind of like that, you know, community buzz that I'm, that I'm really after. Especially, and, if you're, especially if you're going out running as well, Will, you know, now we've got the Blatch oh, Run oh, Club and there's, you know, there's, you're always bumping to people, you know, I'm, I'm taking, you know, we haven't met, mentioned Wilf the dog yet. Now he's like, you know, Wilf is episode six. <laughs> <laughs> if, if only you could talk, but I think, you know, for, um, you, you know, he, he likes being there. And like, we, we saw like Fred's dad, Henry the other day. And like, yeah. Wilf remembers Henry from seeing him in the gym, you know, and, and, and the well, you know, the welcome, he saw, she saw you in the morning. And he, he, he just enjoys it. But you see people, you know, around Richmond running or we shop. Well, I don't shop really, but you see them. But you see, you know, other people have come to watch London Welsh games and I do the match day announcing London Welsh. And I had some people who, who attend your gym sat in front of me, you know, taking the mickey out of me, thinking me I'm a bingo caller. But, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, you know but I, I, I love all that, you know, because that's all part of the community and, and just yeah. being an active p- participant in your community, but whether that's the gym, the rugby club, or whatever it is, and... You know, that's what life's for, isn't it? It's to meet people, isn't it? Yeah, mate, exactly. And exactly. And we're going to lead on nicely into this. Can I have to mention um, London Welsh and the whole thing? Because, so basically how, so people know, so how I met Gareth, it was, so basically when I walked down, when I, um, when I, so I coached on the Welsh and you'll see Gareth down there um, and he will, he's just kind of, the he's, doing everything you're doing the before dinner speaking, you're doing during the game, you're doing after. And, um, you know, I do want to touch on this a little bit because I, I, do, I honestly don't even think some, some of the members m- might even know this, but, you know, what, what, what is your link and your role um, to um, London Welsh? Uh, I moved to Richmond 19, 20 years ago. London Welsh were there. I like rugby, went to watch it. The children, you know, have been on the sideline there um, from the from when they were born. Um, you, you know, literally probably watch ten percent of the game because they were running around, you know, with a ball or something always. You know, especially the boys, really. And then you'd have a pint, watch a game of rugby, and it was great. And then when they when they were old enough, I they came to watch. They came to the minis. Uh, and again, the, the girls have tried it. Um, wasn't wasn't for Seren. Uh, Nell's now in in the under thirteen girls, which is which is great. Yeah. The boys have been playing since they were, they were three or four in the minis. And then I suppose you know you get sort of coerced into helping, so I started helping, and so I ran you know um, the under sevens with um, with Russell Harris, and we we had a, you know a great time coaching. But I realised my limitations as a coach, and I then started refereeing and like, threw myself into refereeing. I'm now refereeing like men's matches, women's matches, youth matches around sort of in London leagues now. Um, so qualified through to the London leagues, which has been great. So then I then just get involved in the club. But they, I was then minis chairman. I was then uh, for five years to go from a gentleman called Gwyn Williams, who comes to the gym, and then um, just got asked that like you know maybe I've got a big mouth, whatever it is, I don't know. But they asked me to they do the. the the pitch side announcing uh, when the pro club were here, the pro club disappeared. I'm now a director of the overall club. And, you know, they said, will you host the lunches? Yeah, of course, well, I'll, I'll give it a go. I enjoy it. I don't get to meet some interesting people. And, yeah, I think just 
the more you you put in, the more you get out. You know, and, and you know the, the kids have been volunteering there, and you know there's something. You know, it's been I think to personally speaking, if to ask them though, but what they had a wonderful upbringing, being around Old Deer Park. You know, and that facility, being outside, playing, socialising, you know, watching sports. You know, I think, you know, I'd, I'd love to have that when I was growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 um, definitely. And then, so just like, I'm just touching, like, when we're talking, I'm getting a thing like, God, you got everything, you know, everything going on and stuff, very active. And just want to, like, touch on just, like, nutrition and everything, where have you... Always kind of been the thing, like how has your health been? Like, what, like, you know, did you, I, I, you know, I, you mentioned you joined the gym because you know, reading these studies, something stuff. There anything like trigger it, or you were just like, no, I just want to do it because of my health. You know, have you lost much weight, or have you stayed the same? Yeah, I, um, I think in the first six months of going to Barch, I lost six kilograms, and I was really chuffed with that. I was never overweight. I could yeah. done with like trimming up. Do you know what I mean? I and. Then I had um, had a, an injury, which I'd had two months out of Barch. I had, um, I forgot what it's called now. It was in my, um, summer, yeah, hernia, that's it. There we go. So I had a hernia, so that, two months out. And then, um, you know, yeah, I just, I just wanted to, to, get, to get a lot fitter, really, and stronger. Because I had the time, or I'd made time for me. And that, that, that's the key thing. I also was, um, wanted to take my rugby refereeing a little bit seriously, because, you know, as we, I'm getting older, you don't want age or fitness to be an issue for your progress. You know, I started refereeing like five years ago, you know, you're at a certain level, so you have to do yo-yo tests and things like that. And I just want to be, you know, f- fit enough to, to enjoy it. And I absolutely love re- refereeing. So, um, you know, Barch has been great for that because my core strengths, you know, Im- improved immeasurably because I never had any before. Yeah. And just, just I just ran and now you know, I, f- I feel, I feel stronger. And that's what, you know, I've got goals in like, you know, running I want to achieve and, so it's a, it's a balance between like doing all the bar stuff with my running and, and other things, but uh, and refereeing of course. But you know, trying to get that balance, you know. And, and I think having you introduced me to yoga, then you obviously had the Wednesday night yogas. Then then Dion turned up, and um, you know he's wonderful. I think um, you know I can't. He's got that balance between you know taking it seriously but not too seriously. We have a bit of fun in it, and I, I think that's that's properly taken me out of my comfort zone. I'd say. Yeah. Um, just, you know, you think, oh, you know, because everyone looks stupid doing yoga, but it really does benefit your sort of flexibility. And that, that's why, you know, core strength, flexibility is, is the uh, one to try and improve. Sorry, we've got to stop there. You, you were in the class when someone farted, didn't they? <laughs> Fartgate, yeah. Oh, it definitely wasn't was me, though. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. I'll never forget. Because the start of the class, Dion was like, we're going to do our digestion or something like that. And he was like, just relaxing. There might be a few farts in his class in the first 10 minutes. And we all just laugh like little school kids. Oh, it was brilliant. No, it was, it was funny. But, he's, you know, um, Dion is, is a real real gem. And I sort of missed not having that because obviously we're going through the COVID stuff now. But um, when that's back, you know, uh, you know, I've tried doing some of the online things and like that. But I think just uh, when the in-person is so much better, uh, and he's a you know a real addition to the Bash Richmond sort of family, I'd say. Yeah, no, definitely. And then again, like I just want to like like someone like you, like I I I, I do think um, with yourself, you, you're pretty much on like every day. Like I, you know, I don't really not as in days off training, but like you know, you, you're up pretty much early every day type thing. You're you're not one of those people where it's like you oh, have or oh, I'll have four you know four really rubbish days and 
three good days or a bad week. You are pretty consistent with it all, or, or at least what I've seen. So for, you know, how do you get, as in like, for example, I want to like, you know, how, what are you eating in the house? What are you cooking the kids? Are you eating processed stuff? Do you have a balanced diet? Because I do think this is a big knock-on effect. Because if you eat obviously rubbish, you feel like rubbish and stuff. And, you know, people listen to this going, flipping out, how is he doing all this? Making marathons, London Welsh, <laughs> Ian, Barch, kids, Wilf, like, surely, because I'm a firm believer that nutrition is a knock-on effect for everything. So, you know, kind of, you know, are you cooking in the house? you take away in? No, we don't take away, really, um, yeah. very, very rarely. We don't really eat out much because obviously six of us is uh, quite expensive anyway. Yeah. So, but I think um, we... Um, well, I personally like cooking. My wife likes cooking. Um, we're trying to encourage the children to cook. So we, you know, we have a, a varied diet, you know, like meat, fish, vegetables. You know, we, we cook the, you know, the main meal every night. And, you know, and, and in lockdown, I suppose, we've probably upgraded a little bit our food, really, because, you know, we've got, got meat deliveries, fish deliveries, things like that. Yeah. And it's been quite enjoyable to spend time with the children, you know, you know cooking, because it's a life skill cooking. It's, it's something like probably undervalued massively in education um is, is is cooking because you know as you say nutrition is a big aspect of, of life and i think um you know for us we, we you know we will have we'll of course really crap and have a takeaway once every couple of months or something like that but you know it's about balance really i think so we try and encourage that you know the, obviously the boy well the boys certainly now god they eat so much so we, we try and avoid having snacks there's a lot of fruit around the place things like that but they you know of course you know the, the, the teenagers they're going to just keep eating yeah so, um they, they will eat some crap occasionally or buy their own crap but um personally i try and avoid it you know obviously like days where i'll shove a chocolate bar down down myself and uh feel bad instantly afterwards but i think you know it's, it's about balance if you if you've got a balanced diet or like on you and this homemade food plus you exercise you're in a pretty good place you know yeah. I, yeah i could do with losing a bit of weight you know doing things like that but look you know you've got to enjoy life and i i love food and i love cooking it as well so i think um yes everything's about balance for me really yeah that comes to booze as well really because yeah i mean this this is something that i really want to touch on because you know we we'll always send pictures to each other of some good like non-alcoholic booze and stuff so you know kind of what kind of triggered just maybe that you know getting that in and stuff i think uh i was like rewarding myself at weekends with with beers and wine and stuff and I thought I'd, I'd, I'd had a you know I'm doing all this training I'm thinking then why am I ruining it by having you know you know a bottle of wine on a Sunday roast dinner or a few beers and don't get me wrong I'm not not drinking excessively in any way whatsoever but you know I think just sort of last year I, I did 11 weeks of um, zero uh, no alcohol basically yeah. so uh, which is and you, you sleep better you, you do feel better about yourself and I've tried lots of zero percent beers and ipas and you know they're, they're pretty good you can have two or three of those and you've sort of quenched your thirst yeah it's what it's wine i do love a glass of wine with a meal and things like that you know on your weekends no but you know one glass comes two glasses yeah. will that's a problem because <laughs> my, 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 my missus doesn't really drink you see so then you open a bottle of wine yeah. and then sugar that's gone because you're cooking bit of wine with cooking bit of wine with a meal and I, oh god that's a bottle gone that yeah. and that's i think i just felt that was like a bad habit really um Again, nothing excessive. Just, I thought, you know, why, why undo the, the good you've done in a way? I felt at times. So I've, I've just going through a process of um, just a sort of more moderation, really. And 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 I will have um, you know, we, in the shopping baskets now. There is more no percenters in there, but I still love it. You know, my beer and you know after 
after you know rug, so I rugby on Saturday if I'm refereeing I'll have a couple of pints with the teams after that if I'm with London Welsh at a home game I don't have a drink until after the game because I've got like, I would not work to do but you know just something to do for the club and I want to make sure that I do it as, as best I can do yeah. and then I'll have a couple of pints afterwards with supporters and players and then I then go home so again everything in, in sort of moderation really and you know the days of me sort of you know, when I was in media, we'd have like lots of boozy lunches, boozy evenings, yeah. evenings out. And the kids were younger then. So you come home, they'd be in bed. And, and actually, it's probably not a good thing for teenagers to see their parents pissed a lot. And, and I really, and, you know, so it's like, so we, we always have, you know, they, they don't see me coming home after 10 pints. So don't do that anymore. And I couldn't do it. But, they, you know, if I'm having wine with dinner, you know, or a couple of beers, or I'm having a bar, doing a barbecue, and well, that's responsible, you know, for them. Because at the end of the day, you know, I'm a, you know, a, role, a role model to my children. You know, I'd like to think I'm fairly positive. Um, you know, my behaviours are positive for them to reflect on th- sort of things. So I think, you know, so, you know, I don't want to say I'm boring or anything like that, but just, you know, everything in, mod- I'm everything in moderation, really, in a way, when it comes to, to alcohol, really. And, and, and talking of being a role model of moderation, I just got a flashback. Was it the Christmas tour end of season do where we were knocking, bikes, knocking back Guinness together? I was so drunk. I can't remember. Was it, was it the Christmas tour end of season? I can remember being at a bar with you and we were having a pint of something. Are you talking about the bar's Christmas do where you'd had... No, a, it was a London Welter, I swear. Um, we were both absolutely hammered. I think, so. I think it would have been a couple of years ago, yeah. I think I, was, I got put on a table with a couple of um, supporters who kept putting red wine in my glass, I think. So I'm going to blame, blame them for that. So minor aberration. But I think um, <laughs> the, 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 the key thing for you know teenagers, which my, all my children are more or less teenagers now, is having positive role models in life. I'm not not just me, but they, your one. I think for Seren, Liddy and Emily are yeah. really, really positive. They, they, the young women, and you've seen them. I was talking to Seren on the way home tonight. That you know, it's Emily's confidence, you know, um, has grown. Liddy's confidence has grown. We were there for a first class, right? And she's you know completely different now. And what she, what they've achieved at a young age as you know entrepreneurial, you know, the, the qualifications, all that sort of thing. I think that for you know, and their work ethic, yeah? yeah, your work ethic, you're up early doing it. And I think that's, for people to see that, that's, that's quite um, inspirational. It sounds like I'm blowing smoke up your backside, Will, but I think for them to, <laughs> to, to see that, that, you know. I'll give you the money later. <laughs> but, you know, my, my lads have been um, do, participating in the Batch Run Club and they've been doing some of the Zoom classes with, like, with Seren or with me or whatever. God, they, they are fit. I mean, if I were that fit at their age, I'd be... You know, very very happy. They're both running much quicker than I am, and I, and I love seeing that. They're really really fit, and that's because they've done some of the bar sessions, and and I suppose they've been encouraged to run because they do their park runs and they and they um and they get involved in the bar run club that Sally's organised, which is you know you know I, I thank her a lot for because that's made lockdown more tolerable. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of kind of getting like the the, the vibe where it's like. It's definitely a place where everyone wants to bring out the best out of each other. Like, there's no like, oh, I'm benching this or this that. It's just people just want to see everyone doing well and you know just just making the best out of their life, which is which is literally awesome to see. Um, and then there's no yeah, there's no energy sappers there. No, you're, nah, you're nah, going nah, there, nah. and no one gives a monkeys what anyone's lifting nah. or doing. Just you just focus on yourself. Sometimes you know I'm obviously quite a lot older than some of the younger lads. I think you, you sort of see how they're rowing or. You know, you thought, well, right, I need to, God, I need to get to that sort of level. Do you mean to, to to inspire yourself? But you know, again, everyone's just so encouraging in that place. Yeah, no, literally, guy. I, I think we could talk all day and night, but <laughs> we're 
we're just gonna so start wrapping up. So at the end of the podcast, we normally just say just three motivational factors, either that you have that makes you get up in the morning for training or that you like to pass on to someone else. So say say now someone's listening to this um, who's never trained before, they're thinking you get the kick in the back, so they might be feeling down or something like you know, kind of you know, what are the motivational tools do you have for yourself or that you can, you know, pass on to someone else? Um, what a question that is, gosh. Um, I think getting it done early, you know, I think getting get exercise done in the morning, you'll never look back saying, I wish I hadn't done that. Yeah. There's no way you'll think that. I think, you know, um, yeah, so I think that, that's the key thing for me. And just, I think, put a challenge in there, you know, whether that's a tough mudder, uh, a 5K you want to achieve or whatever it is, but put something in the diary you know, right, I've got, I've got to get up. I've got to train for that. And I think, so you have a goal. So that, that's really, really important for, in, in, from my perspective. Uh, and just don't be worried what people think, you know. Um, people are too worried about, you know, people's opinions. You know, do what makes you happy, you know. And, but you know, I think you'll be far happier if you're, you know, you've got a good, uh, you know, you exercise well, you've got a balanced diet, um, and you meet new people. You know, I think that's, a, you know, and that's what uh, I think your gym has delivered in the couple of years it's been around I'd say well guy I don't think we I don't think we can beat that finish so I think we're going to um <laughs> I think we're going to wrap it up there um guy thank you for coming on thoroughly enjoyed that and yeah we'll uh we'll well I'm sure see you online or outside in the gym pretty soon no problem Bill Will thank you very much legend